Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for April 27, 2011. And now the news. Yesterday, we reported Ford's first quarter profits. Today, we've got Volkswagen's numbers, and they are a record for the German automaker. The entire group sold nearly 2 million vehicles in the first three months of the year. That's up 14%. Revenue climbed to 37.5 billion euros, that's nearly $55 billion, and that's up more than 30%. Net profit came in at 1.7 billion euros, that's about $2.5 billion. The Volkswagen and Audi brands contributed most to the bottom line, each posting a 1.1 billion euro operating profit. Scania, the heavy truck company, earned 376 million euro. Skoda earned 187 million. But Seat and Bentley both lost money. No financial numbers were posted by Lamborghini or Bugatti, but we did learn that sales at Bugatti fell 45%. They've only delivered six cars so far this year. So how does VW's earnings compare with Ford? Well, VW easily won the sales race, outselling Ford by nearly 600,000 vehicles. VW also easily took in more money than Ford, $55 billion versus $33 billion. But on the bottom line, Ford just nosed out VW. Ford made a $2.55 billion net profit versus 2.49 at Volkswagen. Speaking of Audi, it just completed its first public test of its latest diesel-powered race car, the stunningly beautiful R18 TDI which they ran at Le Mans over the weekend. The team is preparing for the 24-hour race in June and had 10 drivers drive three different race cars. Tests ran eight hours and everything went well. And this signals the start of an all-out war between Audi and Peugeot competing with diesel race cars at the 24 hours of Le Mans. In another sign of how little faith Sergio Marchionne has in electric cars, Chrysler is selling its GEM electric car business. GEM stands for Global Electric Motor Cars. As you'll remember, former CEO Bob Nardelli bragged that the company was working with General Electric on a breakthrough battery. But nothing came of that, and Chrysler shut down its electric car development program called Envy two years ago. Marchionne doesn't seem to believe in EVs, and Fiat is plowing its green card creds into what it calls bifuel cars, which can run on either gasoline, natural gas, or propane. The GEM operations are being bought by Polaris, which makes ATVs, motorcycles, and neighborhood vehicles. Hey, are cell phones killing the market for portable navigation devices? Bloomberg reports that TomTom, Europe's largest maker of nav devices, is cutting its full-year revenue forecast, and its stock dropped over 20% this year. The company cites a slowdown in sales in North America as the reason for its drop, with more people turning to their cell phones to get directions. TomTom CEO estimates that sales of portable navigation devices will drop somewhere between 15 and 20 percent this year. Things are going from bad to worse for Saab. The company's not building any cars right now. Some suppliers stopped shipping parts because they hadn't been paid. 
Now the struggling automaker is having trouble getting the cash it needs to keep going. It wanted to raise funds by selling off its property, but that's been stalled by the European Investment Bank. Saab is even in talks with some Chinese car manufacturers to try and get money. And I hate to say this, but this could be the end of the road for Saab. I mean, if a car company can't build cars, well, what more do I need to say? GM released a couple of preliminary images of its next-generation Opel Astra GTC. According to Autoblog, the production version of this three-door hatchback is set to debut at the Frankfurt Motor Show in September. The car is still under development, but Opel will release full details about it and open the order books on June 7th, so stay tuned. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Mr. Avalanche 2004 wants to know what the heck is a hydraulic hybrid? Oh, Mr. Avalanche, have we got a great show for you coming up? We're going to be visiting the EPA laboratories in Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is where the hydraulic hybrid was invented. We've got the full story on that. But for now, I can tell you that batteries are not the only way to store energy. You can also store it as hydraulic pressure and then use that pressure to turn the wheels on a vehicle. You know, I really like the new front end styling that Lexus unveiled at the New York Auto Show, but you folks don't seem to agree. Dave says, Ick! That new Lexus front end reminds me of Acura. And SeaTech says, hopefully Lexus is still refining that ugly front end. MJB sure has something to say to Subaru about the look of its new Impreza. Please, Subaru, don't do it, he says. Don't give in to the dark side of the force. Don't lose your distinctive design edge, even if the most heralded of your fleet over the past one and a half decades resembles toads. Don't go the way of Hondas and Toyotas. I see you morphing into bland nothingness. The transformation has already begun, but it's not too late to turn back. Just admit that you have a problem. Take that first step. Come on, people. I feel an intervention. God, I, I love that letter. And finally, Jim Taylor is skeptical that public charging stations for EVs will be left alone by vandals. He says, if the crooks and criminals of the world are willing to risk life and limb to steal air conditioners and saw off copper pipes in restaurants, I bet these public charging stations will disappear as fast as they go up. You know, especially when they notice that nobody's using those public charging stations as we reported earlier this week. You're right, Jim, that copper is going to disappear. Hey, don't forget to tune into AutoLine After Hours tomorrow when our guest will be Chris Theodore, who played key roles in the development of both the Dodge Viper and the Ford GT. And you're going to love to hear what he is up to now. That's tomorrow night. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.